0: My favorite thing is to hear stories of what God is doing in someone's life because it makes me want the same thing. I remember back in the day when I was in college and I was studying for a test that I had the next day. It was a history test. It was a Sunday night, it was later in the evening, we'd already had dinner hours ago and I was starving and I was broke, so I didn't have any money to buy any food. And I was having a hard time focusing and concentrating on my studying because my stomach was growling and I was just so distracted by my hunger. I remembered what the Lord had been teaching me about how He provides for my needs. And so I I said, Lord, I am hungry. Would you please provide some food for me? Because I just can't focus, I can't concentrate, and I just thank you for providing food. And after I prayed that prayer, I went to grab my worksheet so I could start studying and I couldn't find it. The worksheet that I had a few moments ago, it all of a sudden seemed to disappear. So I I flipped through my book, I, I looked under my desk, I looked under my chair, I got up and just began to look all over and it's like, wait a minute, I just had that paper a second ago. Now this paper I was looking for was a history worksheet you would use this to study to prepare for the test. And so I was looking all over for it because there was no way I could study without it. And as I'm getting frustrated trying to find this thing, all of a sudden I get this strong impression, this strong prompt encouraging me to go to Joe's room. And I thought, that's a great idea. Joe is taking the same class. I can borrow his worksheet. I can go Xerox, I go copy it downstairs, come back up and continue studying. So I thought, okay, I'm gonna go to Joe's room. And so I went to Joe's room, knocked on the door, and then Joe said, come in. And as I came in, right before I could ask him if I could borrow his worksheet, he said, Hey, my parents just left. You just missed them. And then he said, Help yourself. When he said, Help yourself, he, he, motion towards the other side of the room where his other bed was and i looked over and on his bed was heaven i mean it was submarine sandwiches bags of chips like doritos and barbecue chips and sun chips and the whole variety pack and there were like two or three cases of dr pepper and there were homemade brownies and homemade chocolate chip cookies all packaged nicely nice and neatly and what had happened is his parents just left as he said But every time his mom would come to visit him, she would bring him a care package, which was a bunch of food for him. And what Joe would typically do, like he was doing now, is he was very generous and he would share. So next thing you know, I'm sitting on the bed and I'm just munching away, having a great time. I'm eating sandwiches, I'm eating cookies, I'm eating chips, drinking Dr. Pepper, even though Dr. Pepper was not my favorite. But at that point, it was my favorite. And I was just having a great time. As I was about to leave, because I thought, you know, I need to get back downstairs, I gotta study. And so as I was about to leave, Joe loaded me up with with food to take with me. It was wonderful, I was amazed. And so I head back downstairs, and the funny thing was is I forgot all about the worksheet. So I go downstairs, I go in my room, I put my food away, and then I sit down to resume studying. And then I open my textbook, my history textbook, and there was my worksheet sitting right there, right on the inside cover of the book. But then I thought, wait a minute, I looked at my book, I literally flipped through all the pages of my book and I did not see this paper. And then it dawned on me that I forgot to ask Joe for the paper. I was very suspicious that it was my Heavenly Father that told me to go to Joe's room, not so that I could get his worksheet to copy, but so that I could encounter the provision that he had set for me. One day, many years ago, I remember going outside. We lived on 10 acres and we had horses and chickens and cats and dogs and we had all kinds of animals. and we lived on 10 acres and I came outside and I saw my son, my daughter, my and my nephew, and my wife. They were all walking around the yard and they looked like a bunch of chickens. Cause they were walking around, they had their heads down, all of them. It was almost like it was a, it was a game they were playing, but they all had their heads down and they were looking for something. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? And then I don't remember if it was my nephew that said it or my son that said it, but someone said, mom lost her ring. She lost her wedding ring. I'm like, what? What happened? And she told me, she said, I don't know. I just lost it. I can't find it. And I think what she had done is she, it was bothering her. And so she took it off of her ring finger and put it on her pinky. And in the process of moving all over the yard, I mean, she was in the backyard messing with the chickens. She was in the front yard dealing with the horses. She was all over the place. So there was, it was probably a good acre or two that she covered throughout the time that she was outside and she lost a ring. I'm like, oh my goodness, how in the world are we gonna find this? And so I began to participate in this search. As I'm standing around looking for the ring myself, then I thought, you know what? I'm gonna ask my father. And I said, Lord, would you show me where that ring is? And I'm standing around probably 30 seconds, 45 seconds. And all of a sudden I get the strong impression to go back by the chicken coop. And so I began to wander back there. And as I'm looking on the ground on my way back there, just in case I come across it. And then as I get to the chicken coop, I'm just kind of looking down and and right in front of the, the bottom of the gate, I see something shining. And sure enough, it was Lisa's ring. I was so encouraged that Jesus right there showed me where the ring was. So, why do I share these stories with you in in all these podcasts? You know, two verses stick out. One is Matthew chapter 4, verse 19. It's where Jesus said, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And then another verse that really seems to go with it is John chapter 10, verse 27, where Jesus says, My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. You know, back in the day when Jesus told those men to follow him, they could see him physically and so wherever Jesus went, they could follow him by watching and going wherever he went. Well, when we follow Jesus today, how do we know where he's at? We cannot see him physically and he tells us in John chapter 10, verse 27, how to follow him. He says, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. My prayer is that as you hear these different stories, that you are provoked and inspired to want the same thing. Because I love it. My favorite thing is to hear stories of what God is doing in someone's life because it makes me want the same thing. And that's what Jesus wants for all of us. He wants us all to hear him so we can follow him more effectively. Father, I thank you for your invitation of following you. I thank you that you love us so much and you're doing some amazing things in our lives and you desire to do more. I thank you that our sensitivity to you is increasing. I thank you that our faith is growing. Our faith in your desire to speak to us and our ability to hear you clearly. So thank you for what you're doing, Father. We open our ears up to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to us in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father, that you're so good and we love you. Amen. Well, my brother, God bless you and have an amazing day.